0: gotta have an explosion hello and welcome back to super hell aka the mysteries podcast to show where two recovering supernatural fans subject themselves to a rewatch so no one else ever has to watch supernatural again my name is ollie i use any pronouns and you can find me on social media at ollie fresh it's fresh with a ph and my name is Claudia. My pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on social media at Claudia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. Um, we have a special episode for y'all today. Yes. It's um, going to be departing a little bit from our regular rhythm, but. Well, because it's, it's, it's a special week because. It is. Well, it's a special two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So uh, season 16 of Supernatural, <laughs> a.k.a. The Winchester spinoff is here. Would you consider it season zero point five? <laughs> um, it's uh, the Winchesters is here. We're gonna talk about it in the latter half of this episode, so we're gonna still talk about uh, the episode of Supernatural, like we usually do in the first half, and then we're gonna yeah. share some of our thoughts and our our predictions. Yeah, about the <laughs> the meow meowification of John Winchester, <laughs> which um... we predicted yeah I mean it was clear that was happening yeah I know um, I'm taking credit for it because I'm taking my W's where I can get them yeah and obviously because this deals with a lot of lore that we haven't got to yet in the show like in our Mm rewatch of the show like we're not going to cover it too heavily as it's coming out um Mm -hmm. we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about the highlights as they come up but we felt like this was an important week to cover the premiere of it because they have tried to do a spin-off of Supernatural so many times and it has not gone off the ground. Yeah. So I felt this was a m- momentous time. Yeah. Well and we'll we'll get into it. But for, um, now, for yeah. now, do we want to talk about um about the the, the show itself, the main the main yeah. the main hubbub? So we are in season two. Season two, episode eleven, is called Play Things. Um, this is are... a very memorable one. This Yeah. Is... I honestly thought this was in season one. So I was like, I wonder when that episode's happening. And when it started, I was like so excited. Yeah. And it's kind of meta also because in the episode, they're like, oh, we haven't done one of these in a while. Like a monster of the week haunted house kind of deal. There's not as much connected to the main plot, but there is for their character development where it's these two decide to go on what seems like a regular hunt instead of going to therapy. Um so we open on a delivery truck that pulls up to this New England looking uh, place called the Pierpont Inn. It's like a cozy little B&B, one might say. Um, At in in Ma- in. I mean, to be fair, it's a lot more like, it's a weird mix between a cozy bed and breakfast and like a gothic mansion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's a, a very a tu- strange. It's like Tudor
0: style house. Yeah. It's, it's very, a weird. Yeah. It's a Tudor style house, but the interior is not really yeah it's it's giving it's giving crimson peak if crimson peak took place if crimson peak was also the shining um wow i sound like a supernatural writer let me see how many more references i can get in on in one sentence (laughs) uh ghostbusters star wars um those are the only two things classic rock (laughs) aerosmith um the fact that we're not even exaggerating is so dark um so there's this single mother her name is susan thompson she meets with the delivery guy to pick up some items uh that they're selling and she's like yeah i'm closing down the inn um there's not a lot of like income coming in um so i have to sell it and the guy's like oh man that's too bad whatever he's like talking about how like his I don't know, his parents or whatever, like, proposed there. Like, his parents and his grandparents proposed it. It was very odd, very strange. Um, I don't know if he's – he's, like, no, a local or something. <laughs> wouldn't it be really funny if your grandparents, like, got engaged somewhere – or, no, say, your parents got engaged somewhere and you were like, babe, let's go to the hotel that my parents got engaged to each other at. Like, it's so odd. It's... And then, no, because that is so strange and off-putting. Yeah, I was like, okay – Um, and so the woman, her daughter, whose name is Tyler, comes out and, um, and she's like, seems really disappointed that her mom is talking about how they're going to sell it. And she turns to this other little girl named Maggie and they're, and they're talking and then she goes into uh, a room and they're looking at a really big dollhouse and the dollhouse looks exactly like the inn on the outside. Um. And it has a bunch of dolls in it. And she takes one of the dolls and puts it in a chair. And then she puts some of them in the bed. And she's saying goodnight to them. Just like normal little girl stuff. And then she goes back and sees that the doll that she put in the chair, it's now empty. And uh, she looks around the, the dollhouse. And then she finds that same doll lying at the bottom of the stairs with its head, like, twisted around, exorcist style. And then she hears, like, a scream outside her room. And it's her mother. And she runs out. Her mom is on the phone. Um... talking to the police and her mom is like don't look honey don't come down don't look and the guy from the moving company who was coming or was coming to pick up the stuff that they were selling is laying on the ground with his head twisted all the way around dead and there's a doll lying next to him and uh and her mom is like don't don't look whatever but she looks anyway um and then it's like yeah. supernatural. We do it's... see, like, fully see this dude's body like twisted around. It was very exciting. I was like, yeah. we love a head turned turned uh, 180 degrees where where it's not supposed to be. Yeah, it's I was very like, campy. Yeah, I, I was I was wild that like they didn't show his head being twisted around. They just showed yeah. the aftermath, which is a little wild. It was very much putting your sweatshirt on backwards and putting the hood over your face kind of situation. Is what yeah. It um, So we cut to we are in Peoria, Illinois with the boys um, and there are missing posters of Ava Wilson. She was the other child who has been dealt demon blood situation who um, was like in the last episode was like, hey, Sam, I think you're going to die. Comes to help him. And then he's like, I'll handle this. And he sent her home. And then at the end of the episode, they went to her home. And, uh, she was missing and her fiance was dead. Uh, so she's a missing psychic now, basically. Um, they have missing posters all over and Sam has clearly been trying to look for her. Um, and Sam and Dean are talking. They're like, okay, we haven't been able to find anything. We've been talking to all of our contacts. Um, they search through federal, state, and local information. Um, they're not finding anything. And, uh, uh, it, and they say it's been like a month. Um, and at some, and Sam is like, so I talked to Ellen and she said that there's this job at this place called the Pierpoint Inn. And Dean's like, isn't your normal thing that you like kind of lose your mind and you get kind of depressed if you don't like solve it and help the person, whatever. And he's like, okay, well, dad would have wanted us to keep like saving people and I'm going to figure it out, but I shouldn't like stop, you know, saving people in the meantime and Dean's like that's kind of emotionally mature of you okay sure (laughs) okay we'll go do a regular job um I love when they have to justify them like having a regular episode with all with all that they do that so much in this show um I I, yeah I agree (laughs) I think when they're like oh it's a job a job they're like contractors yeah get paid (laughs) They decided to take the job, they're like, Okay, we'll call Ellen, we'll take the job, whatever. Um, and at one point, I don't know if it's Sam or Dean, or it's like, yeah, like there's uh there's been there all these people who've been dying in this inn, like this woman. Well, they said it a- was like two people over the course of like like a month, I think. Yeah, like a month. He's like, There was a woman who drowned in a bathtub, and then this delivery man his head was twisted all the way around. He was like, This seems to be like our kind of case, you know. Yeah, and he does um, specifically say like you know, because De- Sam says that, and Dean's like, well, that's just, like, two people dying. Like, it's bad, but it's not, like, necessarily our thing. And Sam's like, well, this one guy's head was twisted around 180 degrees, which is not usual. So maybe yeah. we should just, like, go see what's up. Um, And Dean's like, well, I hope the demon didn't get his hands on Ava. And Sam's like, we'll figure it out. We'll save them both. It's, it's very, I'm like, guys, you don't have to justify it that hard. So... This inn is in Cornwall, Connecticut. So they drove all the way from Illinois to Connecticut. Um, they arrive, and Dean's like, "Oh, this place is like kind of nice, even though it's like an old ass building." And he's like, "You know, we haven't done an old school haunted house kind of place in a while." And as they're going in, Sam notices a pattern on like a planter outside. And this is where we have to once again have a discussion about supernatural and cultural appropriation. Let's go. Uh, supernatural so, really does not know how to stop. Yeah. Um. They see a ho- what Supernatural says is a hoodoo symbol outside on a planter. And Dean says <laughs> Dean goes this seems like kind of a white bread kind of place to have hoodoo. He's like... It's like, Dean. Dean? What the you fuck? Are, no, he is going to hell, I fear. To be fair, they are in, like, Connecticut and it, it's... He's like, yeah, it's as white as it gets here. Well, why are there hoodoo symbols? And it's like, okay i guess that but i do like the idea of dean reading the census to try to be like now what's the demographic of this area before we go places just so i can make sure that i'm i'm speaking accurately i'm like okay um it's it's very uh, this whole sequence actually is so much um so yeah this is a, this whole episode there are going to be references to hoodoo where we went to ha- once again have to go supernatural Stop playing with things you don't understand um I will say other than that like it is actually like I think a very good episode yeah so it's like then they're like we're gonna say something we don't understand and don't have not researched as much as we should (laughs) and it's like oh cool and I think the other thing too we'll get there but there is some really interesting commentary that could be made about like about some things that'll come up later.
1: Yeah. But it's like they
0: don't quite make it there, so it just seems cheesy and low-key yeah. racist, you know? Which, is, which I feel like has happened before in episodes we've talked about before. Yeah. It's like, you're almost there. You're so close. You've just hmm, you've just used it as, like... Set dressing. Ex- yeah, set dressing, which is not good. Um, yeah. So they go in, and uh, Susan, the woman who is the... Um, who, who is the uh, like owner of the hotel the single mother she is white everyone in this episode is white for this one that out there uh and her kids are white um so they go in and they go up to the counter and they're like <laughs> they're like hi can we have a room and she like makes a comment and she's like Oh, like you guys might be like some of our last customers, and they're like, "Oh, what happened?" And she's like, "Yeah, we've had some weird stuff happening." And she's like, "But you know, you guys seem like the type to stay here anyway." And they're like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, like, aren't you into antiquing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Is this just the early 2000s? i saying somebody's gay." Is he into antiquing? Is he? You that's, know, that's the early two thousands friend of Dorothy, right there. <laughs> Literally, but here's, and then it gets worse though, because then she goes, <laughs> and she goes, so like one king bed, right? And again, we've had this issue before also, in hotels. I will say, good for her on being progressive. <laughs> yeah, it's like two thousand seven. Like, okay, yeah, good on her. <laughs> and she was what, very like... chill about it too. Like, she was very like, okay, yeah, let's get it king. Yeah, I, she's in she's in new england in 2007 like even you know, so i'll take an ally <laughs> ally <laughs> but here's the thing if we should actually have a running counter at this point this is at least number three on screen where they have confused them for being a couple and mainly i think because sam because dean is usually the one talking and i'm like oh, i fear that he's the gay one <laughs> um so they're like, oh, are you guys a couple? And they're like, oh, no, we're not. We're brothers. Uh, no. And But then they're still like, but you seem to be really into antiquing um, because the elderly bellhop comes up behind them and is like, oh, you guys are here for antiquing, right? And I'm like, wow, is this like, are they being profiled? No, they're literally there. <laughs> no, because the, the woman and the bellhop, like both of them are the people and everybody knows them the people who are just a little bit too excited to be allies yeah (laughs) so they end up saying things that are like you know they don't mean it but they are low-key homophobic and you're like oh oh wow thank you oh uh, great thank you so much we don't have to keep talking about this you know yeah and here's the thing is this is not the first this is not the only instance of dean being a little gay in this episode (laughs) um dean Girl, yeah, he's, in this episode especially, he is not beating the allegation. No, he is fucking so, not. So, here's the thing. He is so, like, flustered by it. Instead of just being like, oh, no, sorry, we're brothers or whatever. He's like, uh, uh, Which Sam not- says. <laughs> Sam is literally like, oh, no, sorry, we're, like, whatever. It's not a big deal. And Dean's like, I am. Uh, this is the worst day of my life. And you're like, hmm, interesting. And he's not, it's not even in, like, an angry way where you're like, oh, he's mad because oh people think I'm gay he's more like he just looks insecure I'm like supernatural what are you trying to get us to think because like (laughs) I don't and I like I try to gauge myself and say like am I reading too much into this and there's definitely times where I am but this situation like the way it is acted I'm like what am I supposed to think Jensen I don't know what you were doing (laughs) no literally so they meet the bellhop his name is Sherwin um and they see uh the the two little girls go running past. There's Tyler. The there's a little girl Tyler, and then there's a little girl Maggie, and they're running past, and they're and they're playing whatever. And um, the and the mom Susan, she's like, oh my god, so sorry, like you know, all over the place. Um, and. So Sherwin, who is the bellhop, like shows them to their rooms and he's telling them about the, about the hotel. And he's like, yeah, it's really sad that it's closing. Like my parents worked here. I grew up working here. Um, We used to have a lot of famous people stay here, like vice presidents and all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, because we've just had less guests coming in, you know, we're going to have to close. Um, And then they get to their room (laughs) and um, he like, you know he holds out his hand for like a tip because like he brought their bags and everything and dean like doesn't go to tip him and he's like you're really gonna leave like an old man like high and dry or whatever and he's like fine and i was like dean uh, dean you don't even earn your own money you steal it through credit card fraud and you could at least tip the fucking bell off. give a guy a dollar dean dean winchester's libertarian is showing yeah i was like dean what the fuck um Dean Winchester is the person who would have, like, a printout that's, like, looks like a hundred dollar bill on the top, no. but then you look at it and it says, like, a Bible verse on it. Okay, that is ironic. That is, I think it's hilarious, though. <laughs> I just like the idea of him being like, oh, yeah, here's your tip, and then you're like, oh, wow, this is really generous. Uh, okay, now all right, then. Yeah. Uh, Sam would never. Sam would always tip accordingly. Um, so they settle in, and Sam's like, here's all the people who have died in the inn, and um, and it seems like they're all like related to the closure of the hotel. Like, um, there was the woman who was the real the woman was the realtor. This other guy came, they were selling stuff off. Um, and he's like, Okay, so it's gotta be someone who doesn't want it to close. And they're like, Well, there's the Sherwin, the bellhop. It seems like he's lived here his whole life, like maybe he doesn't want it to close, that kind of thing. Um, and so they're like, Okay, we're gonna go investigate more. Um And they're looking around and they see another one of these hoodoo symbols, again, on some furniture. And they're like, now what the fuck is going on here? So then they see Susan, and who's the owner, and she has all these fucking creepy antique dolls. It's very Haunted Doll Watch. This episode is brought to you by the McElroy Brothers Haunted Doll Watch. Um... Because this is, like, her office or her bedroom, and it's full of, like, haunted dolls. It's Okay, so... you know what? I will say, first of all, we don't know if the dolls are haunted or not. Second Any of one all, of them is. I'm, no, well, perhaps. <laughs> I'm going to come out, I'll say it. I don't understand why people think dolls are creepy.
1: Okay, I, mean, but I some understand
0: dolls from, are creepy. I understand from a fundamental level of, like, oh, it's supposed to look like a human, and it's not like the Uncanny Valley, I get it, I get it. But, like, they're just dolls.
1: Come on, guys! That many dolls?
0: It's not a lot of dolls. Well, I had a lot of dolls as a child, and no one was like, "Are you possessed?" So did I, but like, I don't know. There's something about the China dolls, and a lot of them that's very scary. (laughs) It doesn't. It does not bother me. I think I just think everyone needs to calm down. And doll collectors, I stand with you because you guys are stigmatized every day. Antique doll doll collectors, Monster High fan. Okay, (laughs) and what is the problem with that? And what is the problem with Monster High? Come on. No, no, no. I want to hear it. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. You don't have anything to say. Because Monster I'm... High, because Monster High is amazing and it has more representation than all of Supernatural. <laughs> go watch Monster High instead, actually. <laughs> the new animated series is coming soon. Let's go. Um anyways, um <laughs> um so they see all these antique dolls and one of them happens to have its head twisted around like the guy um tyler the little girl she walks in the room and she's and they're like hey um what like uh what did this like did did you twist it around and the little girl walks in she's like no i found it like that um sam is like it's actually this very like sweet little Sam moment because Sam's like oh hey Tyler uh I see your doll's broken did you I see you broke your doll do you want me to fix it and she's like I didn't break it I don't know that's I I did not break it I found it like that and uh and she's like yeah I would never break it because my grandma Rose uh would get mad if she found out that her dolls were broken like all these dolls are hers um and Susan is like yeah my mother is sick um and they're like oh can we can we go see her and they're like and she she gets like really defensive she's like no and specifically they are like we want to see her so we can talk about her antique dolls because sam loves antique dolls he loves them dean dean literally goes sam my brother he loves antique dolls he loves to dress them up he loves looking at them loves brushing their hair just loves dolls so much and sam's like "Mm mm-hmm, yep that's true yep you're right And they're like, "Can we please talk to your your mother? Can you please talk to the grandma?" And she's like, "Absolutely fucking not." Yeah, I I do fear this is another like slight homophobia moment because like they're this is how they get in the room because they see the dolls behind them, and then Dean decides to be like, "Yeah, my brother, who's like a I don't know, twenty two year old man, he's really into dolls." <laughs> and and. And, and so she's like, no, these two weird guys who are really into dolls, I will not let you see my 70-year-old mother. <laughs> like, um, it's, and he, he, he really, like, goes into it. Like, he's very like, oh, yeah, Sam really likes it. And you're like, no, this is like at least 30 seconds of Dean listing all the things that Sam loves about dolls. And I'm like, okay, give it a rest. I know you're offended that you got called gay earlier, but you need to calm down. <laughs> it, I it's, I fear it's overcompensating. Which um, Sam literally says, we'll get to that part of we'll that conversation. So uh, Susan, it gets very defensive though. And she's like, no, she's not taking any visitors. Um. And so they're walking out and they're like, OK, so Rose might be a witch doctor who knows who to do um, and who doesn't want her place to be sold. Great. Awesome. Um, and we're like, mm, I don't know. That doesn't really seem right. She seems a bit white for that. Um, so um, we cut to Susan is talking with like another realtor who has come to from the company that bought the hotel. And she's like, oh, like what kind of renovations are they going to do? when uh the sale goes through and he's like oh we didn't tell you like we're just gonna demolish it and start from the ground up and cuts cut to tyler the little girl she's playing with her dolls and they're playing with a tea set they're having a little tea party and there is a doll sitting on a bed in exactly the same position as the guy um from the sales company who now we see is in his own room um and we see a door behind the doll starts to open. And at the same time, they cut to a door opening behind the man in his room. And then suddenly Tyler, the little girl, suddenly turns around. She looks at the dollhouse and sees that the doll is now hanging from its neck from the ceiling fan. Um, and then, of course, we cut to the same thing has now happened to the the guy in his room. Uh, it's quite, quite dark. And it's, yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. um and it was spooky. It's actually it's, a really, like, interesting sequence, too. Like, yeah, I like the way this was edited. Um, So after we see this man die, um, we cut to Dean and Sam. They are in their room, and they're sitting there debriefing, whatever. And Dean is like, once again, Dean's like, you know, it's really crazy that every time we go somewhere, they think we're gay. And like they Sam, have whole conversation about it. Sam is also such a little bitch in this moment because he yeah. goes well Dean you're kind of butch I think people just think you're overcompensating and <laughs> Dean looks like so offended by it but not in the like oh my god I think I'm getting like in a way that he's like does not know how to respond I'm like it, are you trying to tell like me like Dean is having a realization he looks like a deer in the headlights it's embarrassing that this show was like no he's not gay but then put shit like this in what are you doing yeah it's like you didn't you could have made that homophobic joke and then kept going but they're like let's have a whole conversation and have dean look like he's like thinking about his whole life like hmm and and sam wasn't even saying it in a mean way he was like you know you're kind of butch and it does seem like you're overcome like he wasn't even being that mean and you're like Unfortunately, now, this about? he was just being matter of fact because he is correct because <laughs> we also do know canonically like a lot of Dean's like masculine presentation is like an act. Yeah. Like it, a lot of it is him trying to like overdo it because he has some daddy issues. But it's also like, why is I just it, this scene perplexes me. Yeah. I'm like, why is this here? And why is this here? Um, And as they are talking, you start to hear an ambulance, I think. And they look outside and there's a there's the police. There's an ambulance that's carrying away the body of this guy. And they're like, oh, this is dark. This is so dark. So Dean's like, okay, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go talk to Susan. Uh, He goes down to see her and, and she's like, if you want to leave, like I totally get it. And he's like, no, I don't scare easily. It's fine. Um, and He comes back and he starts to like tell Sam the situation. And Sam is like, answering like a belligerent child and and he's like what the fuck and he turns around and sam is like sitting in the chair drunk off his ass and he's like this is not normal sam behavior also to say this did take like dean did go down and like look around this wasn't like he was gone for like 30 seconds and then came back and was like did you drink the entire like the entire bar cart what yeah um and he's like what the fuck and uh so sam starts to be like I need to save everybody I need to save these people and I need to save like clearly he feels guilt of the fact yeah. that he is turning into some kind of monster And he also I mean a lot of it too is he's like I couldn't save this guy I couldn't save Ava the more people I can save the less the, the I'm like I'm repenting for what I'm becoming and like if I can save people then it's a good thing but like everyone around me dies Dean you need to kill me if I start becoming something I'm not and Dean's like okay I can't do this right now. Can you please? You're drunk. And he's like, promise me. Promise. And he's like, okay, I promise. And then makes him go to sleep. And he's like, he's not going to remember any of this in the morning. <laughs> um. And you're like, Sam, what the fuck? Um, and so Dean is like, okay, I'm going to go and ask some people some questions because he's drunk off his ass. Um. And he goes down to the hotel bar area Um. And it's just Sherwin, the bellhop, who's there, and he starts talking to him. Who and... is like? I know we said it before, but Sherwin is like an old ass man. Like he's like, at, like late sixties yeah. at the youngest. Yeah, and and Dean's like, oh, I bet you really have some stories, whatever, whatever. And he's like, yeah. And they see a photo of uh, this little girl, and he's like, oh, who is that? And he's like, oh, that's Rose. That's um Susan's mother. Um, and he's like, and he sees there's a woman with her, Rose is sitting on her lap. Um and he's like, "Who is that?" And he was like, "Oh, that was her nanny." Um and he's like, "Oh, shit." Um and he's like, "Oh, that was her nanny. Her name is Marie. Um she basically raised Rose cuz uh, more than her own mother." And we see that Rose is a little white girl and Marie is black and she's wearing a symbol that is just like um, the hoodoo symbols are, are around the house. Yeah, um, it's on like an amulet. Yeah, and it's on like an amulet. And Dean's like, oh, I see what's happening now. Um, there's a lot to unpack in that little sequence there. Um, so much. This is this is exactly what I'm talking about when I say like, it almost seemed like they thought they had something in doing commentary of like, it was the, like, because there is commentary and saying like, in a lot of wealthy upper class america like white wealthy children were not raised by their parents they were raised by their caregivers who a lot of the time were black women and i think that there is like a really interesting commentary there but supernatural just doesn't quite it doesn't quite deliver on that yeah and it doesn't like deliver on like the the that kind of the nuance that goes into that conversation and then just kind of be like oh look she had a black nanny who taught her how to do magic like you're like "Okay, girl what all right thanks for that I guess um but it it tips him off about what might be happening here um we cut to the next morning and we have uh Sam is literally leaning over the toilet he's like I have the worst hangover ever and Dean's like, hey, so I'm going to get you a hangover remedy. Also, by the way, uh, Rose, the grandmother, had a nanny. Um, and he says, she's like, oh, she had a Creole nanny who clearly practiced uh, and has the same symbol. Um, and I was like, And how did he know that she that she was Creole? But I guess he's just guessing. Um, maybe he maybe he did some research. Maybe I don't he know. asked Sherwin Sherwin. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he asked him about it. I don't but know regardless um, i was like i love the it's, it's, it's the confidence <sighs> dean okay um but you know maybe he's more culturally informed than we think he, he is uh, spoiler alert he's not um we know his preferences in porn that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say when we want to he is not an unproblematic king he is well, extremely be fair, problematic he's multifaceted <laughs> he's uh he's something else um so uh they're like okay we have to go talk to the grandmother. Um and they they decide to sneak into the apartment area of the family. And I'm like really you guys are going to go sneak in and startle an old woman? Okay. Um and they're like okay we got this. And they go up to like this attic room and there's this old woman. She's in a wheelchair and she's like unable to respond to them. She's clearly nonverbal at this point. And they're like oh shit it seems like she's had a stroke so she can't talk um and there's something there's definitely something wrong with her and then Susan walks in and is like what the fuck are you guys doing here it's just like can you leave I'm gonna call the cops if you don't leave like right now and they're like uh okay so they run out um and uh it cuts to Susan telling her daughter to be like have you packed at all? And Tyler's like, no, I don't want to. Maggie doesn't want us to leave. And Susan gets angry at her and she's like, you're getting too old to have an imaginary friend. Maggie isn't real. Whatever. Um, Which is a huge shock to us, the viewer, because we've just been seeing Tyler playing with this other little girl. And they're both dressed like very similarly too. So it's like, you just assume that they had two kids. And there's also a point earlier where, um Tyler like mentioned Maggie when Sam and Dean were nearby like they heard her talking so they're like yeah everyone was under the impression that there were just two little girls who lived here she turns to Maggie who is clearly not an imaginary friend and is and Maggie's like I don't really like her and you're like uh-oh <laughs> her being tyler's her being, mother yeah tyler's mother susan so susan we cut to susan she's carrying boxes out of the house to put into the car and tyler is up playing in the playroom in the dollhouse again and the mother notices that there's uh like the wind is picking up and it keeps cutting back and forth between tyler upstairs um looking at the replica of the outside where there is a play set and a little playground and there's a swing that starts swinging back and forth and um a seesaw that starts moving and stuff and then it cuts to outside where the same thing is happening and susan is like oh what the fuck and more stuff starts moving and susan's like oh shit and she starts to back up and then she notices that the car behind her starts moving and it's gonna hit her and she starts to run and Sam jumps out from, like, I don't know, a bush um, and, like, knocks her aside and saves her. Um, and she's like, oh, uh, thank you. What the fuck? And they're like, yeah, so um, there's been all this stuff occurring for the past few months. Um, clearly, it is not because of who that is definitely a ghost. That is some spirit shit happening. Um, and they're like, yeah, we don't we, we don't have time to explain. Um, and she's like and they think and they're like okay well it's not the mother doing this if it's a spirit and they're like so what happened to your mother and she's like yeah so she had a stroke a month ago and they're like oh wait a minute it was rose the grandmother who put up all those symbols on the furniture and then uh she had a stroke and then that's when people started dying because she couldn't fend them off with no. magic anymore. Like she was using using hoodoo to protect from this spirit. So that they're like, OK, Susan, you need to take your employees. You need to take your daughters and you need to go. And uh, Susan's like, what do you mean? I only have one daughter. Her name is Tyler. And they're like, doesn't Tyler have a sister named Maggie? And Susan's like, no, that's her imaginary friend. Um, and they're like, oh, shit, that's got to be the ghost that's haunting the hotel. Yeah. And then Susan's like, wait a minute, Maggie. Oh, my God. So my mother, Rose, had a sister named Margaret that like she drowned in the pool at the hotel that was their former estate. And they're like, oh, shit. So. They search for Tyler the little girl and she is it's like a separate building looks kind of like a greenhouse where the old hotel pool is and it's like covered for the winter or whatever even though it's indoors but probably because they're closing the the hotel and um, like it has like a plastic cover on it that's like see-through like a clear plastic cover but it's like it's like on a lower level and the entrance is on a higher level and so like the little girl and then the ghost Maggie are like They're on the other side of the railing like which if they just like let go she would like drop into the pool and the ghost Maggie is like yeah so if you jump you can stay with me forever and then and she's like well why can't you come with me and mommy and she's like I can't leave and she's like are you sure is it going to hurt and she's like no it's not going to hurt so she's a ghost suicide baiting this child. POV: Your aunt is a ghost, suicide baiting you to jump into a great pool. Great aunt. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Your great aunt is suicide baiting you to jump into a pool. Um, she's javering her, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like. Like, homicide by Javier. Realizing that this is what what's to happen, Sam, Dean, the mom, they're like running to the pool. They're like, "Oh my god, we can't get in to the like the indoor pool place." They're like. They're like trying to break down doors, whatever. Sam takes like a planter and like throws it through a window to try to get in. Um, and they're like, they're screaming the little girl's name. They're like, oh my god, please don't jump, please don't jump. And um, Maggie, the ghost, turns around and sees them coming in and pushes the little girl. Um, and you're like, damn, this ghost is powerful. She can touch things, she can move things. Um, and it's just a pool cover so it immediately like folds in and she starts to drown um she does also note that she can't swim like just yeah as an aside so she's not and it's like it's like a semi-deep pool. like it looks like it's probably like about like nine like six to nine feet i yeah. bet it's like a lap pool so it's not like there's a kitty end or anything um and finally sam sam like throws something through the window and he gets in and he jumps him into the pool to go save her um and um there's also this like really haunting shot like this this is probably like a minute and a half long sequence maybe a little longer like so we see tyler like struggling in the water and then we see her like go still and she's just kind of floating in the water when sam gets in and like pulls her out and like it's a very chilling sequence because the sound is like dimmed like the the audio is not like it's lined not, up like, on purpose like it's, yeah it's not like slow-mo it's like it's like sort of supposed to be the same thing it's supposed to be like very like it's very weird and like yeah. of him like literally pulling her out of the water and stuff it's, it's and very she's like scary yeah and she's like limp yeah so it's like he she's passed out yeah so it's um, just very like it's very I, I feel like in horror like there's a lot of ways that the the horror genre deals with like children and I think, like, showing children in peril is inherently very scary. Yeah. So, like, this is a very, like, chilling scene where you see Sam pull this limp little girl out of the water and you, like, don't know if she's gonna make it or not. Yeah. And also, like, her and the ghost, they're wearing the same clothes, so, like, it it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be, like, reminiscent. It's very, it's very scary. Um, and the ghost of Maggie is, like, hovering above her in the pool. And um, right before she's pulled out of the water, um, we hear we hear Rose's voice. I guess te- telepathically, like call her name, call to Maggie, and she like kind of goes like what, and then she disappears. So like they they get Tyler out, whatever, and they're like, where's the ghost? Um, and she's she's just disappeared. And the little girl wakes up, and then we cut to um rose the grandmother in the attic um and we see maggie the little ghost girl who's like okay yeah she's like so you'll go with me whatever and like rose can't talk um but she's like okay like i'll so that i'm not like i won't have to be alone anymore and you still love me whatever it's like really sad
1: um, yeah she
0: does say i think verbatim her words are you kept me away for so long, I was starting to think you didn't love me anymore. I'm like, oh. It's really, oh. like, it's weirdly, this episode ends in, like, a weirdly touching way. Yeah. Um. She kind of accepts this deal. Rose dies of another stroke. Um. And Sam and Dean and Susan, they're like, okay, we're going to go get Grandma and we're going to leave. And then Susan walks in, sees her her mother is dead and sam and dean like run in and they're like oh my god what happened they're like this had to be the ghost um and so they're taking they cuts to like that they're taking uh the little girl away and they're like they like thank you to sam and dean they're getting in a cab or whatever um th- this is another moment of okay all right supernatural um where uh susan the mom hugs sam because he's the one who saved uh the little girl um and then dean makes another comment of like you could have gotten some milf action and i was like dean please read the room i know you're overcompensating but please it's so dark imagine being like thank you so much for saving my daughter and then some jackass is like oh i think she wanted you bro like i would I, i would kill dean um he deserves it every single time and seems like what the fuck um and they walk away and they drive away and then the ending is just um the spirits of row of maggie and now rose as a little girl um playing alone in the house and you're like they're still there and and they do ask the little girl they're like so is maggie gone she's like yeah i would see her like she's gone um so yeah they just leave the ghosts there which yeah. never really happens and I they're guess. just like two little girls playing together. Like, they're in the room with all the dolls, and they're just, like, playing. It's, yeah. like, a very, like, sweet ending. Because it shows, and- like, Rose has regressed, like, now she is also a ghost as a as a girl. Yeah, and it's weird because you're, like, you know that they're going to knock this house down, and where's all the stuff going to go, and, like, the little girls are still going to be there. It's very wild. Um, I mean, I think that it's kind of almost, like, a resolution of, like, now she can have someone there with her when the house goes if that makes sense like I don't I hate to say like oh they're gonna like die together because that's not quite what I mean but I think you know what I'm trying to say yeah um in the trivia for this episode um this is the first time that Dean calls Sam Sasquatch which is Jensen Ackles real life nickname for Jared (laughs) Padalecki I forgot about that that is so hateful that's Um, hateful to actual that's hateful to Sasquatch real (laughs) Any final thoughts on this episode? Yeah. um, You know, I like the, like, traditional horror references. Obviously, we got The Shining. I think there's a Psycho reference there in there. Like, you know, love love all that. I like it back to a traditional episode. I think without the framing of cultural appropriation, this would be a really good episode. (laughs) Um, I agree completely. And I think season two i forget sometimes like season two is a really strong season in terms of storytelling and in terms of like actual like the acting's all really good you can tell their budget was increased so you have a lot of really really good parts but then they decided let's talk about black people and I was like well maybe don't do that yeah like if you don't have if you don't have the capacity maybe don't um i'm like i listen they they did pretty decently with the racist truck episode from season one and then they said what if we do that again but worse yeah and you're like okay all right yeah um but otherwise it's an interesting episode and the first time i think that we ever get to see sam drunk off his ass yeah uh, it doesn't happen that many times another thing too is when sam and dean are driving away in this episode dean's like oh well are you feeling better now that we've solved this case and sam is like well, yeah, but it doesn't change anything about what we talked about. And Dean was like, well, you were so drunk when we had that conversation. And he's like, yeah, but you weren't and you promised. And you're like... me. Oh, that's so... Sam is like, I was a lawyer not because I knew the law very well, but because I was good at arguing. That's why I wanted to be a lawyer. I'm good at winning an <laughs> argument. And Dean's like, really? Do I have to follow up on that? I was really just trying to make you go to bed. Yeah, because you were so fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's but it's like it's, if we get it like this episode has a very good balance of like the mystery itself the interpersonal relationships between sam and dean and the setting up future events yeah like it has a very good balance of, yeah. of those elements so i think that this is like a standout episode and also the direction i think is really good yeah like this I is just a good episode if it wasn't for the the not good part to begin <laughs> are we ready to get into it guys, oh, guys 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 it is 2022 there is more supernatural content dean winchester's back and better than ever allegedly <laughs> allegedly um so let's talk about the winchesters um um so so i don't spoilers know there's for later seasons of supernatural we get yeah. into uh their family lore because. And- I will also say that we are not going to talk about this episode. This episode, like we do the rest of Supernatural, this is going to be more of our like post-watch commentary. So, like, I'm not telling you to go watch the Winchesters. This is just our reaction to it, though. So, we're not going to be like, "Here's what happens next," like we normally would. Um, because I'm going to be honest, the plot is not. It's not it. It um, did not so you're make not missing anything. Yeah, this is. Uh, so fun fact, Claudia was in town, so we actually got to watch this episode together in person. Normally we, we record forced over Zoom, Mel to so. watch with. Us. We did force my partner Mel to also watch it who has seen not very much supernatural. Very exciting. Um so we got to watch it together and this was a couple days after it had come out. So we were like, okay, it seems like people are reacting in the way supernatural fans do. So it's like, oh, it's hard to say if it's like a positive reaction or if people are just excited for more content because i think at this point like knowing supernatural fans they're not expecting it to be good they're just expecting it to have their little guy in it who is De- who is castiel and he is not there <laughs> he is not there not yet listen i have a theory i will say here starts our discussion on the winchesters let's start with the elephant in the room what's going on with dean jensen ackles has said like things are not getting retconned So just this is this is going to make sense eventually. So we see Dean at the end of the episode. He's like, I'm trying to write down stuff about my family. And it's like, well, where are you? Because my theory is that this is in heaven and Dean's like, I'm going on a little heaven road trip because I'm bored and I'm waiting for Sam to get here because he does say in the episode. While I wait or like, while I wait for you, I'm going to keep on picking the music. And I was like, oh, that's I just like... I fact that he said, while well, I wait for you. No, exactly. And I'm like, "Oh, it is because I'm telling you, it's while he's in heaven. Sam is not there yet. And he's like, well, I'm kind of bored. So I'm going to start learning about my parents, question mark. And ha- But also, so, spoiler alert, canonically, we do know that both of his parents are in heaven, which is the... Knowing that John Winchester goes to heaven is what sent me into the fucking stratosphere. <laughs> I was like, I... <laughs> so... Uh, he could just ask his parents. What no, happened. fuck them. He's not doing that. He does not want to talk to them. He's he's finally unpacked all of his trauma, and he's like, no, I can't do this. Um, um isn't it in the next episode that we were going to talk about where Dean was like, actually, our dad was kind of a dick, and I'm like, yeah, growth. Yeah. Um, no, so that wasn't this episode. Was it? Yeah, because Sam was like, Dad was already telling you you had to kill me if. You're right. You're right. So in the episode that we just talked about of Supernatural, um, when. Sam and Dean are having their little conversation where Sam is like drunk off his ass uh he's like dad told you to kill me if I do something whatever and Dean's like and you want me to do what dad says that sounds like kind of a dick move and I'm like yeah he's well, like cause, he's like cause dad sucks like and I was like Dean that's really big growth for you you used to be the one who was like we have to do what dad says no, it's um, big growth and then in the Winchesters he's like my dad he was so slay and your like, no, he wasn't! Because no. Jensen Ackles in in the... <laughs> I will say this, Jensen Ackles in The Winchesters, he is speaking in a tone that I believe only whales and, like, deep water fish can hear. Because he is speaking so <laughs> deep. He's like, I'm here to... I'm like, what are you saying? Please speak up. It's because his voice has been permanently damaged by doing the Dean voice for so many years. <laughs> this is like, okay, no, because... <laughs> I think that the two that the Dean Jensen Ackles' Dean voice should fight with Ariana Grande's Cat Valentine voice, no. <laughs> and they could come together and form one normal voice. <laughs> oh, this is dark. Um, but yeah. So the the whole thing that's started to figure out about the Winchesters, and they have like teased some stuff online of like, oh, when you get to episode thirteen, you'll find out like where this fits or whatever. Is it like Dean is the one telling the story and knowing that i'm just like okay but john winchester sucks um and that's that's the whole reason i cannot get behind this series is that it's like we already knew mary winchester was slay you know, because of later things that happen in supernatural that we find out about her and her family finding out that they're trying to make john winchester slay is it made me feel violent and hateful um it's also funny because like one of the big things is I know Jensen has said like, oh, this not this is not going to retcon anything, and I'm not going to be the person who tries to jump down the throne and be like, oh, well, this doesn't this breaks continuity, blah blah blah. Because like, if he says that, then I'm going to trust him on this, and I'm going to trust that like that, that it's going to get fixed. But it's like saying like, oh, their grandfather was a member of the Men of Letters on John's side, and John was a member of the Men of Letters. Like I'm like something. This is some alternate universe. Something is happening yeah. here. It so- better be because if not, that is deeply upsetting and strange for our listeners who don't know about the men of letters um i don't know what fucking season it is season 10 like later i think it's season nine or ten yeah i think they they got sick of like putting them in different motels so they were like what if they had a bunker that they just went back to um surprise your family was a part of a secret society that were like hunter freemasons um and we're just gonna add this lore in here um and it was on his mom's side of the family, um, and, and the the Campbells were the Campbells in this in this secret society of hunters. And then they're like, "Oh, so true." So now we have this home base, but now they're like, "Oh, well, your dad was also a member." Yeah, girl, what? And you're like, "Huh? What?" And so the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, "So clearly, the dad's memory is gonna get wiped." Oh my god john winchester is gonna get donna noble but fate. the other thing too is though is that mary's memory would also have to get wiped unless she didn't and she just didn't she just didn't tell her husband that okay that is kind of hilarious for me like he's like i just have this horrible headache and like patches of time are missing she's like don't worry about it baby girl no and literally as we were watching this we were like so is that why he becomes like kind of an asshole it's like how we're like oh why are boomers so tolerable parents oh it's because of the lead poisoning yeah or john winchester it is both the lead poisoning and the fact that all of his memories yeah. do of being a hunter do get erased yeah it's um... like john because john also like in the show first of all i will say the actor who plays john is like oh. doing a really good job like i He's will the best part of the show i think. know he is giving the best performance I, yeah because like i'm gonna say it now I don't know if it's just that the material they're working with for the dialogue is not good, or if it's the direction. I don't want to blame the actors entirely, but the acting, I don't think it's great. To me, it's giving Star Wars prequels, and that they're being given nothing So what they're giving is as much as they can give. Yeah, Um, it's like the direction's also kind of weird and the editing. There's a part where you can clearly hear that Mary was in the middle of a sentence and then they cut it to another take of her in the middle of that same sentence. So it's like two takes of the same sentence and you can clearly hear when they cut it. Yeah, and it's very weird. It's really strange and it's like, you know, I know it's a CW production. I know it doesn't have a multi-billion dollar budget, but like, yeah like guys come on you couldn't have had you couldn't have had her come into the booth and re-record that one one more time yeah um that being said the actor playing john winchester he has said in interviews that he's like a fan of the show and he's like studied them a lot and not only did they get an actor who i do believe looks a lot like sam Um, he looks a lot like sam he also has like a like a not terrible resemblance to jeffrey D. morgan like not great but like yeah. you can if you're if you suspend your disbelief then you can I be mean, fine with mean he's a him. white man like yeah close enough like, <laughs> um, but no but i do think like either they picked somebody who acts just like them or he's a really good actor in that like his mannerisms especially since i've been re-watching early seasons of supernatural where mm-hmm. he's supposed to be about the same age as like sam especially i'm like oh wow he they he's acts he, i mean and he's also like seven feet tall just like yeah. sam and dean um they're I mean, like his mannerisms are a lot like him which it makes uh-huh. it very hateful because i'm like canonically sam is a nice person and dean, and john is not yeah <laughs> So i don't like this and a lot of it too is also kind of like in the original supernatural i think a lot of it is framed as like well john was in vietnam and then like it fucked him up and then he was kind of an asshole. But it's like, John has just come back from Vietnam in this show. And he's pretty, like, he's, obviously, I think it's something that's going to get dissected later on. But, like, he's pretty nice and normal. Like, he's... He's fucked up, but he's not an asshole. (laughs) No, he's not. And I'm like, this is not my, hashtag not my John. Not my asshole, John Winchester. No. Um, And in this episode, there's also a lot of, like... We're talking about family. They pull the saving people hunting things line. Like there's a lot about family. <laughs> I know John Winchester's saying that to his mother. He's like saving people, hunting things. You know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, bro, what? I was like, You're um, done. You're done. And like, but there's a lot about like family and stuff like that. And at one point he says something. I don't know if it's to Mary, who's always been a hunter or whatever, like, oh, like who would do that to their kids or something? And I was Mary, like, Mary is. Oh, oh Mary's, yeah. yeah. So Mary's like, who would let that who would do that to their who would do that to their kids? Who would make I, their kid live this life? And John's like, uh, oh yeah, so true. I'm like, John. <laughs> and you're and you're a fugly bitch for that. <laughs> and it's like and I hated you for that. Um And we hate you for that. Yeah. I looked into the camera like the fucking office. Um, yeah. No, we looked at each other. We exchanged a glance and it was like, what? Oh. The f- okay, I will, I do want to talk about. On a completely separate note, the two new additions to Supernatural. Oh, they're so play. Latka and Carlos are their Carlos. two new little besties. They are once two again- gay besties. I fear that they are the characters who I'm like, they do fall victim to that they are given very little to work with so their performances are not stellar. Yeah. I do really like the idea of them and the actors I think they're slay. We're judging them based something... on a pilot though and pilots are notoriously ass, so I'm going to give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt here. But one thing I do feel about Carlos, so Carlos is like bisexual. Yeah, and they say it in the first yeah. you're like, okay, like, supernatural. It's exciting, but it's also supernatural <laughs> that means he's going to die. That does mean yeah. immediately that he's going to die. But also the, the actor I believe is non-binary, so the they are for non-binary. That. But for Carlos they do that thing yeah. where when they introduce a bisexual character, they will he's like, he comes on, Latka is talking to him, and he's like, oh yeah, I can't believe I had a crush on Mary. And she's like, oh, because you were too busy making out with her ex-boyfriend. And he's like, <laughs> that I was. And I'm like, okay, the actor is giving what, he, the actor is doing what they can with what they are given, but like, why are you making it so... <laughs> Tropy. why are you making it so stereotypical of bisexual people being like, well, they just want to like make out with everyone? Like, why are you introducing be fair, this character and being like he's a little slutty? Like, fuck, what are you doing? Every gay character in Supernatural is like that. No, it's so. I'm like, guys, please learn from your mistakes. I'm fucking begging you. Roena, I can't do this. I'm so sorry, Queen. No, I'm like, I'm like, Carlos, get out of there. Get out. Be on a different show. It's no, not too I'm- late for you to go to Riverdale. <laughs> The other piece of this is also that, like, we're like, okay, but they never do talk about their little besties, so, like, I do fear these besties are planned to die, and they're like, see, we added people of color into the show, and gay people, and I'm like, yeah, but Supernatural, you do that all the time, and then you kill them, so does I- and (laughs) also, like, the way that they talk about this show, too, like, the production team, and, like, Jensen and Danielle talk about it, because this is produced by Jensen and Danielle Ackles, the way- I would. Be, yeah. I am obsessed with the way that they talk about it. They're like, yeah, we'd love to bring more characters into the show. And I'm like, that is fucking hilarious because the idea of them having, like, a young Bobby and then Bobby later on being like, yeah, I just didn't tell John about that. I just thought he forgot and, like, didn't – I just didn't say anything about it. He was just yeah. fucked in the head. Like, Yeah. That would be very funny it if would John just, it was the just... one who lost all his memories but nobody else. No, literally. I'm like, it would be so <laughs> fucking funny if John's like – yeah no it's so crazy i'm learning how to hunt and bobby like post mary's death him being like i need to learn how to hunt it's so nice to meet you bobby and bobby's like oh he got really mary's death really set him in a weird way when that's not at all what happened john winchester getting percy (laughs) jackson i just oh john heroes of olympus reference for oh i just compared bobby's bobby singer to fucking nico d'angelo that's dark um, So dark. I also okay also they did mention like oh we'd love to bring Misha back first of all they'd love to bring (laughs) Misha back but not Jared so true second of all second of all the idea of bringing Misha back because as we know spoiler for later episodes of Supernatural the vessel that Misha plays is like a a vessel that Cass only got recently yeah like in the Supernatural timeline so if Cass was going to show up in the past he wouldn't be in that same vessel however what this means to me, because we be see in heaven. because we see Dean narrating at the end, this is how we get Dusty yell honeymoon road trip while Dean unpacks his parental trauma. Could you imagine if that actually? Ha- Here's the no. Problem. I would no, that, no. Claudia, this, I if like this were 2020, if this were twenty. If this were. October 2020, <laughs> I would have been like, hey, how crazy would it be if that no. happened? But now I go, wait, that, there's a possibility no. of that happening. Claudia, I tell you right now, if that happens, I will take back everything negative that I have said about the Winchesters. I will be like, this is my favorite show. This is the only good show on television. Fuck League of Their Own. Fuck What We Do in the Shadows. Fuck, like, fuck, um, uh, like, what is it called? Fuck, fuck Good our Omens. Fuck Our Flag Means Death. It's about the Winchesters. <laughs> No, literally i fear that that will be my november 2020 part two like (laughs) no because that is gonna be the new november 5th is when when they show when dean and cast kiss on screen in the winchester oh because oh the fact that they're like here's the straight romance between dean dean's mom and dad and we're like okay but when do we get to see him kiss the angel on the mouth in heaven (laughs) because i'm literally saying the 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 I don't imagine that we're going to be covering the Winchesters on this podcast unless something <laughs> fucking crazy happens. Yeah. Um, however, if Cass shows, if Cass does show up in the Winchesters, oh, I'll be insane. I will become a fucking menace, and <laughs> I will suddenly because Dean is my boy. Dean's my homeboy, and I love him, but I, I don't know if I can sit through that every but Castiel week. Cassiel is literally the patron saint of gay people, so no, oh, he <laughs> is. So I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. That, I do fear that I am like my Catholic grandmother who like prays to certain saints for different things about Castiel. Like, <laughs> I fear that I, he has made me regress back into like Catholicism and that I'm like, so that's my little angel guy for gay people. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's quite, again, we always get sidetracked by Castiel. He's not actually no. here. He's not in this. <laughs> and there's, I'm willing to bet he won't be. Like, oh. No. They, they, there's no there's little chance that he's gonna be in the show but i do like the idea of dean in this in in his like flashbacks like when it comes to him him being like yeah well i'm sorry Cass and i are uh i i you know he, he i'm in the doghouse i said something a little bit he didn't like it so he kicked me out for a couple days i'm I'm gonna be back but i'm deciding to learn some stuff about my parents while i'm out you're, and you're like hello, hello? i'm just saying like, if we that get it be it for me No, I just, I need to know what is going on with Dean. That is the most compelling part of this show to me. Like, (laughs) is, like, the 30 seconds that we got at the end of Dean. (laughs) Yeah, I will also say the stuff with Mary Winchester is really interesting considering what we know happens with her later. Spoiler alert, she does get raised back from the dead. um, And, like, becomes a bit of a MILF for a while. Um, Yeah, she has, like... Becomes? Well, she's always been a MILF, but she then becomes a MILF. uh, And, like, her and Dean have a very interesting relationship. Um... So, like, I get him being interested in finding out more about her. Um, and she's very Slay, um, all this kind of stuff. Uh, so I will say, like, seeing her be and Slay in the in this show is very cool. Because I feel like mm-hmm. the seasons where she was back on, they were very touch and go with the mm-hmm. writing for her. I'm not going to lie. Because okay. um, I also will say, I did not watch any of those episodes as they were on. Like, I, I've read enough, like... I've lived vicariously through people on my Tumblr dash, as well as read some of the wiki. It was not like good. I have an idea of what was happening, but not that much. So I'm like, first of all, I'm I'm excited for what context she get this it with adds to a British to man, guy from the Men of Letters, and I was really happy for her. Good for her. Yeah, she good was literally in her MILF era. I was like, okay, all right. But then the rest of the writing for her was a little, it was a little. Hmm. So I'm interested to see her. She's very like, yeah. I'm a strong independent woman in the 70s. I will say there's a lot of – the whole plot line, especially in the Winchesters, of, like, John being like – So, I was in Vietnam, and you're like – So, a lot of people came back from Vietnam, and their um, political outlook was changed, but it seems like yours wasn't. He just seems like he did – also, he enlisted himself. Yeah. He was like, I enlisted early to go – because his dad left, and he was like, maybe if I go to Vietnam, I'll be able to find him. Oh, daddy. Sure. Daddy issues run in this family. But, um – I did see a theory on Twitter of someone being like, "Um, John says in the show, like, he finds this letter, like, someone gives him this letter and was like, oh, this is from your dad and it's a letter to go to the Men of Letters bunker, like, the the local yeah. bunker in uh Lawrence. But, like, here's my question. Here's this, the theory I saw on Twitter that was like, John does not really describe the, the man he saw, just that he was some guy. Someone was like, what if dean is like i'm gonna go time travel and i'm gonna give this letter to my dad spoiler alert time travel does exist in supernatural i I thought that was fucking hilarious i'm like if that is true that that is gonna be so fucking funny the alternate universe the fucking marvel the fucking avengers and gamification the world between worlds of (laughs) vacation the ahsoka tono of of (laughs) dean winchester I mean, to be fair with Mary Winchester, she did get Ahsoka tano would She Absolutely. did. Absolutely, It was like, where's Ahsoka Tano? She comes back as a MILF, basically. So true. You know? Yeah. We're making references to so many things most so, of our listeners are not going to get. Just like, this is just like Supernatural. Oh my god, it's just like Comac Midas for real. <laughs> oh my god, do you think, what do you think Thrawn would think of the Winchesters? <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um, do we have any final thoughts on the Winchesters? Um oh. I will say not very good writing. No. Acting but it's, is not great. It's a pilot. It's, a, it's pilot, a pilot. So I'll say. I'll give it a chance. So far, not not loving. However, those like five those 30 seconds of Dean Winchester did make me feel a certain type of way in my brain. Yeah. I will say also some of the lore it might be a little fucked up because they say this in the trivia on the wiki, but I noticed this in the episode um when mary exercises a demon she only has to say like a couple words to do the exorcism but also the demon flies off and usually when you exercise a demon you send it back to hell and then it like stays in hell for a bit like it can't just come right back yeah before it comes back and um in this it just like flew away and then went into another body and i was like that's not what happens. No, that was my that was my big thing. But I'm like, since when is Supernatural cared about its own lore? Oh, also, I think something that supports your theory that this has to be in heaven is that the Samulet, Um, which spoiler alert for Supernatural, this this amulet you see Dean wearing for the first couple of seasons, he does lose it eventually. Yes. Yeah, okay. For something, you see, the Samulet is in the car it's hanging, hanging from, the, from the window that was exactly my thought and you're like this has got to be in heaven because isn't that in the car in heaven from the finale i don't know if we see it in the car i don't heaven. remember i do like be fair, let me let me pull up the finale <laughs> no i you know what I'd will we'll leave that mystery that. for another time yeah um oh, right. also the impala has the original cas 2 y5 license plate rather than the one it had ever since season um five or is it season six uh since the end of season two. Oh my god really yes oh wow okay wow. after that episode the license plates were only ever seen again in flashbacks and when dean drives the impala through heaven oh this is Guys, you may be right. We've cracked the fucking code. The mystery podcast has you covered, guys. For your Winchester predictions, fuck the stock market. If I was to invest in if in stocks, I would be rich because of how good my prediction skills are. Yeah. Oh, also, apparently they got some more lore wrong. Henry Winchester and the Men of Letters are stated to have disappeared 15 years ago. However, Abaddon's massacre of the Men of Letters was in 1958, which is only 14 years before 1972. Oh my god, guys, you were off by like six months. Eh. Fuck you. Oh my god, I just remembered the Abaddon fucking plotline. That's so bad. Ah. Oh no. Apologies for talking about the Winchester so much. Hopefully we won't have to talk about it every week. We will be here with the Winchester's Corner every week um, if something happens. We will bring you what you need to know because the motto of this show is we tell you things about Supernatural so that you don't have to go seek it out yourself. Um, Because sadly, they are important to the cultural conversation, even though it makes you want to die, actually consuming the content. So you know you'll hear it here first we will be the reporters we will be the people on the ground for you um but we're we fighting for you we're, yeah we're doing you know, this for you your. We're, we are where's like our re- where's our pulitzer honestly yeah like we're like the we're the storm watch reporters like we're on the ground with the hurricane like that's us with the winchester f- right now we're recording this flying around in a tornado <laughs> Um, but thank you for listening. Um, for more cursed supernatural content, you can follow us on social media at Mystery Spotcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also ask us cursed supernatural questions in our TikTok QA, um, or by emailing them to us at themystery at gmail.com. If you enjoyed listening to us suffer, please rate the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Overcast, whatever app you use that allows for ratings and reviews please do that it is very very helpful um if you want to hear more from us we are also two of the co-hosts of rupa helps pod race a queer star wars podcast um our coverage of Andor has been very yes, very slay um shout out to there actually being queer characters in a, in a star wars tv show we're living we're thriving um and uh we'll see you two tuesdays from now for more slang people curating things supernatural business